0: Well, praise Jesus. Thank you for joining me, you guys, for another episode of the Lookout Guy podcast. And I'm Michael Tobin, your host for the Lookout Guy. Instead of the Oscars. Yes, it is March 27th and mainstream media's long anticipated day. The Oscars is tonight in Hollywood. And there's just so much to say about that. But there's a, there, uh, excuse me for laughing, but there's a huge, huge storm it stretches all the way past the Mexican border, all the way up through, to Washington State vertical, and it also has the, uh, not the exclamation, but the comma uh, shape to it, which my friend, uh, a meteorologist, says that this makes it pretty significant when it has that curve to it, and evidently it's going to begin somewhere around 2 a.m. in Santa Barbara, and it's going to make its way down to Los Angeles, the Inland Empire, Orange County, and San Diego County by uh, 2 p.m. It's going to be in San Diego County by 2 p.m., But it is two storms back-to-back with three impulses in it. So beginning overnight until uh, mid to late afternoon tomorrow, there will be three impulses to it, sections to it. And it is going to be a storm that most people will not forget. Thunder, lightning, rain, wind. The whole works But tonight, a day later Beautiful day out And uh, the Oscars is tonight And I want to play for you A segment that uh, Benny Johnson I don't know if any of you heard of a guy named Benny Johnson But he's he's a uh, political anal- anal- analysis, analyst And he he does what I like to do But he's got more time for it So I watch quite a bit of things that he posts But he actually uh, Reminded us Of last year One of the award ceremonies I don't know which one Not the Oscars But uh, I don't know There's so many of them But that comedian Gervais Well uh, Benny Johnson said he had to post it So I'll go ahead and play that for you but I guess the storm is going to be a day late. But the only good thing about the storm is maybe it'll prevent some of these Hollywood perverts from being able to move to uh, go back to their states. It's ground Planes will be grounded or something. It's, it's got to have some kind of a negative effect to, to the Oscars. It's it's almost a, a precisely timed thing, but it's, it's, it's just a day late. But anyways, you know how the Oscars are. So, yesterday I was in Torrance, California for a jam fest at Red's Room. And I'll have a link for Red's Room. You'll be able to see the whole complete video. Um, ironically, I have a Dolby app. And it's just giving me so, so, such hard time. I was fortunate to be able to get the audio file from a video and i was not able to share to file the video file and i'm like oh man it's nice to be able to send the video file to my friends three days in the grave every time i go up there but that's another thing i've seen during this whole you know what you call pandemic thing i've i've had to have seen them like 11 12 times and you know they're good friends of mine for the past few years, and uh, they're always surprised that I come up there and come up there so often. But the thing is, is the things that they do with the, you know, Gene Copley on the drums, Robert Tyler on lead vocals and and, and guitar, and Greg Whitstock on on the bass the things that they do with their vocals the drums the bass the lead guitar everything oh my god it's it's like it's like watching an angel beat the crap out of a demon you know it, it reminds me of a Bruce Lee movie where this one guy continue to try to kill Bruce Lee in a fighting match and he just wouldn't stop and Bruce Lee gives him a a kick and he's like relieved. It's like, good, now maybe the guy will stop. Well, the guy sneaks up behind Bruce Lee and tries to get him again and Bruce Lee ends up getting him down and he's like, oh, now surely this will keep him from, you know, it'll stop him. Well, the guy, like a horror movie, comes back to life again. And finally, Bruce Lee has had it. He knocks him on the ground, kicks him, whatever his Bruce Lee move is, and he just stomps him with his foot, and he does the famous...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: finishes the guy off. Well, each time I go to see Three Days in the Grave... It's it's like that, and it's it's just better than an amusement park ride, a thrill ride. I mean, just to watch everything that they do and every one of their songs that they perform with the you know, the talent, the pure talent with the drums, the guitar, the bass, and the vol, even the vocals. It's just amazing, and it's worth the ride. So you're gonna love three days in the grave. Uh, it, the the day in Torrance at uh, I think it's Vermont Avenue Baptist Church in Torrance uh, It's the first time I've been there And Red's Room is hosted by a guy named Red And I'll have the link for you He, he interviews all of the musicians and artists that go there And that's his ministry um, Started off with a guy named Robbie Paul I have a a performance from each artist that showed up and when I get to 3 days in the grave it's going to be 3 days in the grave's whole performance. Uh but Robbie Paul had a beautiful guitar and uh he sang solo and he sang the song it as well and I kid you not if 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 that was the reason for me to be there that would have been an awesome reason just to hear that song right when he was finished I couldn't help couldn't help it. it, it, it I, I commented, brought the glory down on that one Whew. God's glory. it is well with my soul. And uh, a guy named Jeff Zone did another fantastic performance and ground zero is the first band that came up with a band i've never heard them in my life and you are going to be amazed instead of one performance i have two songs did a twofer with them so look up ground zero and shield of faith was there also and by then it was like 8 30 and i'm like man i gotta hit the freeway because it's an hour and a half drive and you never know what's going to happen on the freeways between there and here. And I needed to get up early for for church. Uh, it's like I, I didn't go to actual church, but each Sunday for the past couple years, I've been doing uh, a, a Zoom church with uh, Paul Poulton and Jeannie Poulton in the United Kingdom there. Uh, Jesus Movement pioneers, just like Larry Norman, you know, um, Pastor Chuck Smith, Randy Stonehill, right along with those in the United Kingdom, they were, you know, holding up the ministries in music in the United Kingdom. So we've been doing Zoom Bible studies. So I had to be up at nine, five o'clock, five p.m. their time, nine a.m. our time. And you heard Paul and Janie Paulton on the Lookout Guy, and I got to play some more of them too. Maybe by the end of it, I'll have something from them to follow Three Days in the Grave. So, Shield of Faith was there. Just look up Shield of Faith. So, I I listened while I was driving to their live performance while I was driving, but I happened to have one of their CDs, so I'm going to play for you their song, my favorite song by Shield of Faith, Testify. And then following that, it's going to be Three days in the grave live performance, and uh, what was I saying about my app? It's a Dolby app, and the, tonight's Oscars are is at Dolby Theater. So, I'm pretty disappointed with that app. It's been it's been doing so good for the past year uh, with uh, doing video audio files, but it just wouldn't wouldn't share the video file for some reason, but. Thank the Lord I got the audio file And thank the Lord also You can go to Red's room And see the whole video yourself I'll have that link So kudos to Red With Red's room All the staff there And everybody who showed up yesterday At Vermont Avenue Baptist Church In Torrance, California And thank you again I'm Michael Tobin Your host for the Lookout Guy podcast and before getting into the music, here's a lineup again. Robbie Paul, Jeff Zone, Ground Zero, Shield of Faith, and Three Days in the Grave. And as promised, I'm going to get you some uh, Paul and Jeannie Polton from the United Kingdom. But now, here is... Uh, what Benny Johnson posted just before the Oscars—a little reminder from last year at one of the one of the award shows. Uh, Comedian—I can't even think of his name—is Gervais, and once you hear him, you'll you'll remember.
2: I'm Ricky Gervais, Thank you. Um, you you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards. So. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, NBC clearly don't care either. Fifth time. So, I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. (laughs) Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And they've no idea what Twitter is. So I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang... Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So, yeah, remember that. Um, But you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the licence plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, no. Shush. It's It's her daughter I feel sorry for. Okay, that must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her, and her dad was in Wild Hogs. So, lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons. Yeah, Look, at this table alone: uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, but You're being too gracious, mate. Baby Yoda. I uh, De Niro. Oh, that's that's Joe Pesci. Sorry. Um, I love you, man. Don't have me whack.
0: Oh, by the way, I wonder if it's still ethical to show up to the awards in a Prius.
2: Um, But tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background. But they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. (laughs) He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year... It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, Surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, Unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, fifth time. So... We were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. It was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So, maybe next year. Let's, let's see what White people happens. laugh. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night. But no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this, okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. Shut up! I know he's your friend, but I don't care. (laughs) You had to make your own way here in your own plane, didn't you? Right, but seriously, most films are awful, lazy, remakes, sequels. I've heard a rumour that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, that'd just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one, then. (laughs) All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know. And the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, really. Have we got, a, have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. No point. We know we'd win that. Um... Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema, and they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides, is he? It's tiny. Right. The Irishman was amazing. It was amazing. Um, It was. My, my, it was great uh, long but amazing um.
0: you notice there's still a couple of uh, movies that uh, many of us heard of just last year but go to the Oscars site and it's like I have never, never heard of any of those movies that all these nominations are for but here's Ricky Gervais instead of the
2: oscars it wasn't the only epic movie once upon a time in hollywood nearly three hours long leonardo dicaprio attended the premiere and by the end his date was too old for him (laughs) even prince andrew's like come on leo mate you know (laughs) you're nearly 50 son um the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. He <laughs> was also in the movie Cats, but no one saw that. Um, and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs, right? <laughs> but Dame Judy Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play because she. I can't do this next joke. <laughs> Because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg and licking her own minge. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> furble, furble. She's old school. Um. <laughs> it's the last time, who cares? Oh. Apple roared into the... Don't use they it as a, a platform to make a political like speech, me. right? You're in no position right to the public. You like me. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So if you win, right? Come they up. They can't deny the fact that you like award, me, your agent and you're Right daughter, now. You like me. So it's already three hours long. Right, let's do the
0: first award. The first award. Alright, that's enough of that. Instead of the Oscars. Now, let's go with Robbie Paul, followed by Jeff Zone, then Ground Zero, Shield of Faith, and my good friends, Three Days in the Grave, on the Lookout Guy podcast. I'm Michael Tobin, your host for the Lookout Guy. In
3: Chicago, had a lot of property. he it as well. his son to uh, start fever, and he, uh, sent his wife and four daughters to England. And during the trip, their ships collided with another and killed all his daughters. To only, only his wife survived, and uh, he penned the song. Um, as well with myself. And that's a different version of that I've shaken and and become the use my reply Through it all, through it all my eyes were on you Through it all, through it all With my
4: by the blood of the Lamb just as small as everybody else and just
5: here to praise God for what he's done in my life. I hope you enjoy my style. Mm -hmm.
4: A bit louder, the, yes, sir. Uh, special uh, shout out to Boots, our bassist We um, you know, connected us here. Um, you know, we're we're ecstatic to be here with you guys. Uh, thank you again for having us. Um, you know, the songs that we're about to sing, you know, we, we're, uh, I know we're in a period of time here, but um, we're all just experiences, you know, growing up, I'm a young kid, young guy. So, um just experiences that you know the youth goes through and um, you know like we uh ourselves up here you were saying, you we're know, human too, you know, as believers. Um, and we're not perfect. But um, you know, these songs reach they very powerful and and positive message. Okay, this song is called California, buddy. Hang on to your hats. Especially as a 26-year-old growing up, uh, you know, and, just, and especially in these times where you just gotta know, you know, the more the more we face this pain, you know, especially with God, Christ, the more it's nothing, you know. You sort realize that. And some really can hit you hard, but you gotta remember you got you got Christ and you uh really to hold on to him. <laughs>
1: time to the county. The biggest turnbag bag in town wouldn't even hang around me. I had nothing to my name, just a hole in my heart. That was all I had left, so I gave that to God. master
5: up shooting a music video just with these outfits and that it was going to be a one-time thing and uh, dj from london saw the picture of it and said you know what you guys go out on your next you know gig dress like that so we did, did and as we were walking in the door the people were applauding so that, that, that's a I was, you know thinking about where God's brought this band from, you know, like he was saying, we have um, a DJ in London who was playing our music and one of the songs that we'll be playing later actually was number four for the whole year of 2020 on the station in London so we thought, that's really cool and it's interesting because that particular song it took me 28 years to write I started it in 1983 and didn't finish it until 2011. He's only 29. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Time traveling. Isn't that amazing?
6: <laughs> but here, here, here's
5: you know what? I'm glad that everybody is here, Amen. and I am thankful to be here myself. That's right. You know, I I just lost about five friends in the past year, and um, it, it kind of me in a very strange place because it made me more contemplate about God's grace and that He holds our life in His hand. Yes, he does. And the minute that He says that it's over, it's over. We're checking out of here, we're going someplace. Yes. The reason why we're sharing our music is so that you can find the place that Christ has for you Amen. in glory because He went to prepare a place for you. he is making intercession for you as we speak so this first song is called believe it or not think about the world we're living in your world Mary Magdalene. And, you know, not really a whole lot's been written about her, but we know that there were seven demons cast out of her. We know that she was the first one who saw Jesus when he rose from the dead. That's right. And we also know that in church history, that's been misquoted that supposedly her and him got married, which is not true. But God did use her and have a special place for her in the ministry. And so we as a body of Christ are the bride of Christ. All right? So in Christ there now is no male or female, no slave, no bond, no black, no white, but we're in Jesus. We are the bride of Christ. Amen. And as the bride of Christ he is preparing us for himself he died and he rose again so and then is on in heaven making intercession for us so that when the rapture comes that we can be presented to him a glorious church a bride without spot or wrinkle and Mary Magdalene was one of the signs of what God was going to do. Because in the Jewish history, they didn't, they didn't like women too much. They weren't too respected. One of the prayer, Jewish prayers was, God, thank you for not making me a woman. Wow. This is Mary Magdalene. How many people here know what John 3.16 is? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. But then, most people never go on and quote 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. So salvation is what the whole message is about. It's not about you doing penance. It's not about you crawling six miles on glass on your knees. You can never ever be righteous enough for God. Jesus paid the whole thing on His blood on Calvary when He died. Amen. Right? So. If anybody tries to tell you that something more has to be done, what they're saying is is that Christ's crucifixion wasn't good enough. It wasn't complete. But for those of us who have the living Savior in our heart, we know, we know ourselves. We know what we think when we're driving down the freeway and that guy cuts us off. We know the words that start to slip out of our mouth, and if we're lucky, we catch them, and if we don't, they come out, and you go, and you're sitting there going, I've been a Christian for a long time, where did that come from, if you're honest with yourself, you will say, you you will know that, the self-righteous says on them, and then that self-righteousness, they'll be standing on, on in front of God one day, and God's going to say, I never knew you, but we went to church and we did all these fantastic things, you played church, but you didn't have a personal relationship with him. This song is called My Love. on a boat now.
4: It's a little boat. But
5: when, I, when it's time to leave this planet, I can't take it with me. You give it to me. I think my son gets it first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my, my son, Eddie, came. Eddie! digressing you know my son see me go through a lot of stuff when his mom and I ended up having a divorce one day she woke up and said she didn't love me anymore after 18 years Mm -hmm. and I had to just really seek Jesus on this because that was like that was worse than anybody dying in the family seriously. it really was and God brought healing, God brought forgiveness, I was able to forgive her, I pray for her still to this day, but God also brought me a beautiful wife who loves Jesus, and serves him, and encourages me to do this, my ex used to tell me this was a waste of time, and people only applaud me because they feel sorry for me, yeah, so So Mm -hmm. I'm here. I gave her the house so that the kids could stay in their school, and um, but I don't regret any bit of that because they were only things that can be replaced. People can't be Relationship with Jesus cannot be. And love of my son cannot be replaced. So you got the people who chase after all of the wrong things, and then I realized at the end of all of that, that gold can't buy eternal life. Mm-hmm.
4: Now you're on your own. own.
5: I had actually given up rock and roll back about 1987. How many musicians do we have in this building at the moment? How many of you are tired of musicians who will say they'll be there and then they end up flaking out? That's what I did. I gave up music. I gave up rock and roll for that was doing acoustic gigs at coffee shops because I didn't really need anybody and if somebody decided to join me, that was cool. And so, one day in 2005, this guy and I were hanging out one day and he was going to a church that had a recording studio set up in there and we hit record. And I actually wrote about 10 songs in a two hour period one of them, or it was a complete song that we'll do a little later. So, you know, sometimes we have to wait on God for God. Because if we kick the door open, guess what? That that sucker might slam shut and break your leg. You know, because I heard one of the pastors here talking about earlier about when there's Submitting to God, or God breaks you. I unfortunately got broken during that one time back in the But God restores. But during that time of restoration, He also brought lots of healing that I didn't know I needed. He's still working. I mean, I'm not a work in progress. Everyone in this room who knows Jesus knows that particularity now. But God's not done with us until the day that we stop breathing. But life is a gift. And I'm not gonna give my like drummer a gift right now. <laughs> no. People are afraid, man, of everything that's going on right now. Nobody knows for certain what's going on. You have the plague that you, you know lots of people who weren't healthy died from. But then you have wars going on and rumors of wars. You've got the Russians fighting against the Ukrainians. You have the Russians, the Iranians and the Syrians at the border of Israel right now. Where where was Jesus born? Israel, all right? And the whole Bible uh, is basically centered around Israel. And you have some very evil players who are playing right now. In the book of Ezekiel 38 and 39, they're known by other names. They're known by uh, Gog, Magon, Gomer and just to name a few go study Ezekiel 38 and look at what's going on right now and then Damascus is a city that has been inhabited for over 3,000 years but the scripture says that that Damascus will be turned to a pile of rubble I don't know if any of you have seen pictures of Damascus but it's pretty close right? scriptures are coming to pass as we speak. God is doing what he said he would do. <clears throat> Actually, let me rephrase that. God is doing what he said he would allow to Because that wasn't God's perfect will. This is called God's permissive will. God's permissive will is going to allow the human race to run itself into the ground. And on a yeah. horseback coming one day, with a sword coming out of his mouth, the woman who created you will be on that horseback. Yeah. Drugs, alcohol.
6: Oh, oh,
4: oh, 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 oh. All right. Mr. Cotter. I've been 16 years on Monday. Nice.
5: Woo! Yeah. Years. Yeah. 16 years, baby. That's a blessing. You know, I reached out when I was seventeen years old about an older man. I went into the military, I kind of had a little eight-month period there where I wasn't quite walking with Jesus like I should have. But even during that time, there was a situation where this girl was going to commit suicide. And God told me about it and showed me where she was planning and doing it and everything. When I walked up to her and told her that. I go, what do you want to commit suicide? Was how do you know? I go because God's talking to me right now. He loves you. He wants to save you. So God intervened and used this donkey, like the donkey that was on the road for uh, the prophet Balaam, and used me. Spoke through me. And four months later, that girl was still alive when it was time for all of us to leave and go do the job that we were supposed to do. That we were being trained for. I only say that to bring God glory and then he'll use any vessel that he chooses. And every one of us is a perfect vessel but God will use us anyway. (coughs) Everybody is on a road to hell unless they choose Jesus as their savior. And drugs and alcohol are a gateway to hell.